Longhorn Confidential Podcast is brought to you by Zaxby's, taking chicken to a whole new level of flavor. Stop by your neighborhood Zaxby's today. Order online at zaxby's.com. Hello, Texas fans. This is the Longhorn Confidential for Tuesday, August 25th. I'm Danny Davis, the Austin American Statesman. As always, Mike Craven is on the other line. Mike, say hello to the people. Hello, people. How are you doing? Um, Mike, we're going to focus mainly on quarterbacks today because there has been some quarterback news um, since we last recorded a podcast. In about a nine-day span or so, Texas gained two quarterback commitments, also lost a quarterback pledge. So let's kind of look over that timeline. We're going to start, start off with the big fish. Um, South Lake quarterback uh, Quinn Ewers, five-star kid, 6'3", 195. August 14th commitment kind of, sh- you know, you know, sent Twitter ablaze right about when you were about ready to get, go on vacation, but you had to jump back, jump back in and do, do some more work. But what can you tell us about Quinn? He's a class of 22 um, commit, obviously one of the top recruits in the nation for that class. What can you tell us about Quinn? Yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a different kind of commit for Texas. You know, Texas has done really good uh, recruiting, you know, under Tom Herman, under Charlie Strong, but they haven't really landed, you know, one of those top five players in the country uh, in that time, specifically. And I, I think operated quarterback here probably since Garrett Gilbert, uh, Vince Young, he's in kind of class of recruit. So uh, when you look at him, not only is he important in terms of the future of Texas, like he, you know, he's he's got everything when you – when you're looking at a quarterback prospect, he checks all those boxes. Uh, and other recruits know that. And I think that's the most important part of getting him on board early is he has a year and a half to help this coaching staff kind of put together that class. Uh, I don't know if we can kind of oversell that momentum. That's a really important aspect to his commitment. When he does get here in 2022, is he someone that comes in and plays immediately? I mean, Hudson Card, Quentin Jackson will, you know, conceivably still be around. And those are two four-star commits who are very, very talented, very good? Um, or is, is he someone that's going to have to take a year or two? Or do you see him coming in and competing immediately for, for reps at the quarterback position? Yeah, I mean, I think when a guy's a, a consensus five-star like this kid, you know, people are kind of comparing him to a Trevor Lawrence-type, you know, player. And you know, I, I think when you're that highly thought of, you know, you probably don't walk into any situation that you're going to wait. I think he's, he has the mindset of, you know, once Sam Ellinger's gone, the quarterback position at Texas is up in the air and he can come in and maybe get that job early, get out of here in three years and go on to the NFL. However, you know, if you're Texas, you're hoping, you know, Hudson Card, Jaquindon Jackson, one of those two guys is really kind of taken over that spot and you're able to redshirt him and really give him the time to develop in a way that some quarterbacks, frankly, just don't get to do anymore because of how, you know, the early departures and that kind of stuff. Texas hopes that it doesn't have to count on a true freshman to walk in and really start uh, right away. Right after he committed, uh, you put out a story um, about kind of listing the five-star commits that Texas had gotten at the quarterback position since 2000. And obviously Vince was one. Obviously Garrett Gilbert was one. I think the Chance Mock one kind of surprised a lot of people. I asked on Twitter to name name those three without looking at your story, and that was the one that tripped up a lot of people. But being since, you know, this is only the fourth since 2000, how big of a win is this for Texas? You know, assuming that, you know, Quinn signs and, a year and a half or whatever, whatever that timeline is. But how big of a win is this for Texas? I think it's huge. You know, it's huge for the new offensive staff. It's, it's huge for the program. It's huge for 2022 in terms of recruiting uh, momentum on the offensive side of the ball specifically. So, you know, I think it's really important for this, for this group, this coaching staff to kind of come in and set their marker. And I think they did that with Quinn Ewers. Not only um, do they get the number one quarterback commit in the 2022 class? I think it kind of shows where this offense is going. It's going to go a little bit away from the dual threat, more towards the pocket passer, kind of what we saw out of Joe Burrow in that LSU offense last year. 
not surprisingly, um, Quinn's commitment kind of started a little bit of a domino effect at Texas. And three days later, Jalen Milroe, the talented four-star quarterback from Katie Tompkins, who's part of this 2021 class, decommitted. He flipped to Alabama. Um, so my first question is, when you saw that news, how did you take it? Did you take it as a, this is a Quinn Ewers thing? Um, I, I can't imagine that Jalen's scared of competition because he's going to Alabama. Um, did you take this as a Jalen wasn't recruited by Mike Yersich? I know he had a lot of good things to say about Mike when in his decommitment thing, but he wasn't a Mike commit. Um, would you say this is just, he, you know, he had a chance to go play at Alabama and obviously Alabama's a, you know, top tier program. How would, what was this about this commitment that, or decommitment and flip that kind of stood out to you? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm kind of with you. I have a hard time kind of saying, hey, this kid's scared of competition when he's going to Alabama, where arguably, you know, the program with the most competition uh, inside those walls than anybody. You know, I think it's more of a, you know, a direction of the offense. You know, I, I think, you know, we're going to talk about Charles Wright here in a little bit. But, you know, if you look at the two commitments Texas got over this last, you know, nine, ten days, they've been more pocket passer, traditional, old school, kind of, you know, stand in the pocket, throw the ball deep. Uh, go through your progressions kind of quarterback. Jalen Monroe, while he is a pass-first quarterback, you know, he's more of a he's – a, he's a runner. He's a dual-threat guy. And uh, I think it's more of just kind of the writing on the wall on what this offense is going to do, what they're going to utilize, and he can go into Alabama and kind of be more in a system that fits what he's doing in high school more so than what I think is going to happen with Texas's offense moving forward. Is this flip a huge loss for this 2021 class? Um, Jalen had, I believe, was the longest tenured commit in this class um, – obviously a leader since he had been the quarterback of this class with him flipping to Alabama. Is that something that not only, you know, rankings wise and talent wise, is this a big loss with, um, you know, what, what this group of uh, recruits is trying to, uh, trying to accomplish? Yeah. I, I mean, I think you, anytime you lose the, the best quarterback prospect in the state of Texas for a year, I mean, I, I think that's uh, that's big, you know, we don't know how these guys are going to pan out. Jalen Milroe may end up being the best quarterback out of all these guys we're talking about, including Hudson Carr, Jaquindon Jackson, those guys. So, you know, we could look back in this three, four years and go, man, Texas really missed the boat on Jalen Milroe. That's just kind of how recruiting goes, much like the NFL draft. However, I think when you look at the quarterback room at Texas, it's, it's a blow that they can handle, right? You know, you got Hudson Carr, Jaquindon Jackson, even Casey Thompson, we hadn't talked about. Uh, now you got Quinn Ewers, you got Charles Wright, and that's with, uh, you know, they're announcing that you're going to get another, you know, year of eligibility no matter how this fall goes. So I think it lessens the blow a little bit knowing all these guys are going to get an extra year of eligibility and you have a five-star kid coming in the pike that next, that next cycle. Uh, the recruiting world moves fast and, uh, you know, Texas quickly moved on from Jalen and found a 2021 quarterback, didn't need to look far, uh, just went up the road to Austin High. Uh, Charles Wright, a three-star uh, player, 6'1", 194. He committed this past Saturday on August 22nd. Um, obviously said class of 2021 fills that quarterback void left by, by Jalen. Uh, Charles was committed to Iowa State, so obviously other – I think he had an Arkansas offer, so other schools were looking at him. Um, what do Texas fans need to know about Charles Wright and what he um, you know, brings to the table? Yeah, I think he's a great indicator of what this new offensive staff wants in a quarterback. Uh, more of a pocket passer guy, definitely not going to you know, light you up with his legs. That doesn't mean that he's a statue or unathletic or anything like that. It's just in comparison to the guys who can really run the football, he's not that dude. Uh, but he can throw the ball. You know, he, he's got a great arm. He's really accurate. He, he's a good vertical passer. And I think that's what Mike Yurchard really wants in a quarterback, somebody who can extend the field. So, you know, he's a winner. He's local. 
He loves Texas. And I, I think, uh, you know, with having so many guys, you know, you got two really good dudes in the 2020 class. You have an elite, you know, generational type, quote unquote, talent in the 2022 class. Uh, get a guy in this 2021 class that you feel really good about who was committed to Iowa State, who, you know, knows how to, you know, recruit some quarterbacks. And uh, I think you just have him there as, as somebody who, you know, wants to be a part of this program, you know, will be able to stick it out and probably put in the work to be there for three, four years. Not to be too blunt, but, you know, Charles, right, if you're going by the, the stars, you know, and the, the rankings, he's kind of the lowest of these, this quarterback group. He's a three-star um, you know, player. Texas last signed a three-star commit in uh, 2015 with Matthew Merrick. Um, they got you know him signed. But on the other flip side, you know, Case McCoy, uh, David Ash were three-star um, commits, and they obviously got valuable reps at Texas. Colton McCoy may be the most uh, more famous uh, two-three-star signee uh, at Texas in the last couple of years. And you know, there's you don't have to look far um, to see three-star, two-star kids who have accomplished you know something. Baker Mayfield being the biggest biggest example but when it comes to Charles Wright do you see him as a potential starter someone who you can fill a void for a year or two or is he kind of being looked at for depth at Texas um, at the quarterback position which is also very important yeah I mean I think you recruit all of these kids thinking that they can be starters and and play a lot I know Charles Wright thinks he can be a starter and play a lot you know it it could be a Colt McCoy Jevin Snead type situation where you know one of these two guys really blossoms and it's not the one that we think of Uh, this is an inexact science, and these are, these are young men, you know, kids, if we want to call them that, uh, that are still growing. They're still figuring out. There's still a lot of variables out there to play. Uh, you just don't know any of those things. So I think you recruit, uh, you know, kids that you trust, kids that you, you like, kids that you feel have high upside, and, and Charles Wright's not going to just come in here and go, okay, I'm the three-star guy. I'm supposed to be a backup for my career and just be happy I'm here. I, I don't think he comes in here with that mentality at all. And if you're a Texas coaching staff, you don't want a player uh, with that kind of mentality. You want a guy with the, with the chip on his shoulder who may just be underranked for a lot of different reasons. You know, Charles Wright's just not as big as a Quinn Ewers and that kind of stuff. And sometimes that doesn't matter if a guy, you know, is really, really good, like the Baker Mayfield example that you gave. So, you know, I don't know if you can pencil guys in just because of their star rankings. Yeah, it's an indicator that tends to pan out statistically, but statistics don't matter for the individual. And Charles Wright could be a guy who bucks that trend. And, you know, again, three, four years down the road, we're talking, you know, hey, you know, we kind of overlooked that commitment, and now he's the guy who's led Texas to blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, I, I think all of these guys come in with the idea to start, the coaching staff recruits them with the idea of they're going to be really good players. And, and that's, you know, that's kind of what the competitive nature of all these kids uh, should be. Do you think Texas goes after another quarterback in this 2021 class or is, are they content with what they have and kind of going off of that, how tough would it be to recruit another quarterback since Texas already has one, they designed two talented ones and obviously Quinn Ewers is coming the year afterwards. Is, would that be a tough sell to any 2021 recruit? I mean, I think so. You know, quarterback's such a unique position. You know, it's not like right now Texas is doing a really good job recruiting running backs, for example. And having Bajon Robinson last year doesn't hurt them recruiting an L.J. Johnson uh, this year because running backs know they're going to share the load. It's better to not have 30 carries a game, kind of keep the tread on your tire, so to speak. But at quarterback, it's usually just one guy. And so it's hard to look at a quarterback room that has two really good true freshmen in there that, you know, are, you know, almost won state titles in their time. You know, those are, let's encourage you. Quinn and Jackson were studs in high school. And then you go to Charles Wright, and then you look at Quinn Ewers. I think it would be hard to kind of convince another guy to, to come get on board there, unless 
you know, they just really want to be a part of that Texas program. Uh, a few weeks ago, Tom Herman uh, talked to the media and he was asked about um, his alignment with Mike Gersich at quarterback when it comes to recruiting the, the quarterback position. You know, Mike and I, What do you think uh, these two recent commitments, Quinn Ewers and Charles Wright, says about what a Texas quarterback looks like at Texas at the current moment? And does what that say kind of spell doom, maybe for Hudson Card and Jaquindon Jackson? Um, are we just going to be seeing pro-style quarterbacks com- you know, c- committed to Texas now, or will Texas still look at a dual-threat um, quarterback and you know, pull the trigger if they like what they see? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, none of those guys are out of it, right? You know, you recruit those guys. Those are really good players, even if they can't run the football. I think it's just a preference thing. It's just looking at kind of what you want from a quarterback and, um, you know, going after that guy. Would they recruit a Jaquindon Jackson or a Hudson Card if that current staff was here? I think so. Those players are really good. So I don't know if just because you're kind of going more towards a different mold, that means some guys on campus couldn't fit that. Sam Ellinger is a dual threat guy, and he's going to be the starter this year. So I think it can work no matter what. Uh, before we get out of here, let's do some quick hits. Uh, Texas hasn't just been recruiting um, you know, quarterbacks since we last talked. They got two commitments um, from the state of Florida. Let's start off with first uh, 2021 offensive lineman Michael McClinsky, committed on August 6th, uh, three-star recruit. What do you know about Mike and, you know, what should Texas fans know about this commitment? Yeah, I mean, when, when Texas didn't get James Brockemeyer, the twin of Tom, Tommy, Brocker, Tommy Brockemeyer, you know, they needed another center prospect in this class. They were able to go out in Florida. And, you know, Mike's a you know, hardworking, hard-nosed, kind of, you know, one of those kind of prototypical type offensive linemen. His dad is a strength conditioning coach for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, he needs to grow. You know, he, he's not at that 290, 300-pound uh, plateau yet, but he doesn't need to be right now. You know, they have plenty of time to get him on there, and he's just, he's going to be one of those offensive linemen that they stash in, in two or three years, the staff hopes, uh, has developed into a guy who can be a starter at a position that's hard to recruit. Center is a really difficult position to recruit because not a lot of high school guys play it. Uh, they either play tackle if they're really good, maybe even some guard, but rarely do they play center. And so uh, you kind of just have to do a little guesswork. You know, Malinsky is one of those guys who's already playing this, the position. They kind of feel like they know uh, what they got out of him, and that's not a plan B uh, for James Brockemeyer. And then uh, Jaden Alexis, a uh, wide receiver out of Florida, committed on August 8th. Now, a lot of the time when I see these commitment videos, I kind of roll my eyes. But I actually really like Jaden uh, and what he did when he uh, announced his commitment. So I, I would suggest if you're listening to this, uh, check that out on Twitter. Find a Jaden's profile look at that video another three-star recruit from Florida like we said his name's kind of been linked with Texas for for a few minutes so I guess this probably wasn't a huge surprise but what what should we know about Jaden and what kind of talent is he bringing to Texas yeah I mean Jaden can fly I mean that dude's a legit you know track guy I mean I don't want to mention John I mean I guess John Burt would probably be the the best you know compliment in terms of like just him being able to run that nine route and get on top of people and he's another guy who I think kind of tips the hand of what you know, offensive corner Mike Yurchich wants to do here is go deep. You know, he wants guys who can, you know, spread the field, get vertical, get those safeties back, open up the run game. 
so James is a guy who can, who can really run. Uh, his offer list was much more impressive than his national ranking. I haven't seen him play in person, so it's hard for me to say, you know, if I agree with that ranking or not. But it seems like college coaches really liked his upside, really liked what he brought to the table. If you look at some of the schools that offered him, it's, it's, it's schools that you wouldn't expect to all be in the mix for a three-star guy. So he may end up being a four-star dude by the time this is over, but he's one of those guys that you can line up in the slot, you can line up outside, and you can really – you know, see what a cornerback's about when you just ask him to run as fast as he can down the field and see if a quarterback can get it to him. All right, that's going to do it for us here with this podcast. Um, as always, you know, check out hook'em.com throughout the, the week for, you know, work from us. Football season's underway, so, you know, we're getting some Zoom availabilities with Tom Herman and some players. Uh, Mike, you have your dotted line column running every, every day. You had an interview with Charles Wright that ran on Monday, Tuesday. Today we're recording this. You talked about some of the offensive um, – guys that Texas is still looking at at this 2021 class. Uh, what else are you working on this week? Uh, we're going to put out a new next 25. It's a ranking for the, the class of 22 class. Uh, you know, with football season getting going here in a couple weeks in Texas, it's uh, time to start looking at those juniors to be. You know, Texas already has two commitments in that class. So uh, going to rank the, the top 25 players in the state and kind of see where those guys are, are already trending towards. Awesome. Well, check that out at hook'em.com. It will be a good read. It always is. And I know uh, our readers will get a lot out of that. But we're going to wrap things up here. Uh, don't forget to shoot us a review at the Apple Store on the Google Podcast app. We do appreciate that. Thanks for tuning in every time we have one of these podcasts. Longhorn Confidential is brought to you by Zaxby's, taking chicken to a whole new level of flavor. Stop by our neighborhood Zaxby's today. Order online at zaxby's.com forward slash podcast. We appreciate it. We'll see you guys down the road. Peace.